when we are blending, we felt in lockstep. We were in flow. Perhaps we even felt like the conversation was a nice dance. We felt open, connected with, gotten. When we are able to blend, we have stronger relationships that are based in deeper trust. Welcome to Rise Leaders Radio. I'm your host, Leanne Mallory. As a leadership coach, I work inside organizations and I focus on helping leaders achieve their whole person potential and meaningfully contribute to their organization's mission. With this podcast, I share leadership best practices, developmental approaches, and stories of exemplary leaders. Well, hello there. I am so happy to be here with you today. I'm actually doing a solo episode today. I'm standing up at my new stand-up desk, just me and the microphone and some notes. And I tried to reduce the noise, but it is July in Texas, and so the AC is on, and I ain't turning it off. So this episode, it's inspired by work with some amazing clients that I'm working with who have taken on the challenge of blending, of blending with people that they work with, live with, live around, and generally interact with in ways big and small. Now, if you're one of my clients and you're listening, this isn't about you specifically, but it might be. This episode is actually an amalgamation of many clients I've had over time. And let me start by saying that I take a deep bow to your willingness to engage in the difficult work of connecting with what others care about in a world that seems to value being right and getting things done quickly. So first, here's how I think about blending. Blending is an authentic willingness to be open to another person's concerns, to move with another person, to hear and understand their perspective. It's related to active listening, but it's not the same. When we're blending, we're actually exchanging ideas. We're listening and we're speaking. There are also elements of navigating conflict, but there's actually more than that as well. I learned the term blend from a teacher that I worked with for many years who is focused on embodied leadership. He used the Japanese defensive martial art of Aikido as a basis of his teaching. With that in mind, I want to start with the felt sense or the physical nature of blending first. We already describe blending in our communication with our language. There are examples that we use every day or at least regularly of blending and not blending. When we're having an experience of not blending or not being blended with, We may say that we feel pushed into something. We might feel stiff-armed or kept at a distance. 
We feel like we had the rug pulled out from underneath us. We feel like it was hard to reach or connect with the other person. And on the opposite end, when we are blending, we say we felt in lockstep. We were in flow. Perhaps we even felt like the conversation was a nice dance. We felt open, connected with, gotten. I'm wondering how this is landing for you. You likely have other descriptions. When we have the ability, when we've honed our skills to blend, the result is stronger relationships and deeper trust. Let me say that again. When we are able to blend, we have stronger relationships that are based in deeper trust. Just imagine what might be possible in your own life if you had more relationships that were grounded this way. When I'm working with clients over time, I tend to listen to any things that are repeating themselves, any dynamics, any behaviors, any places where they get stuck. And when people are having trouble blending, here are some ways that it shows up. They might have a tendency to fix, advise, defend their point of view too often, argue, and protect. On the flip side, they may overly accommodate. They may acquiesce or capitulate, fold or comply. I think we've all had the felt sense or the experience of being with someone who just kind of disappeared. So they may also avoid, stay silent, or just hide. Again, this was my list, and I wonder what's on your list. The magic in all of this is in raising our self-awareness so that we can catch ourselves when we're blending well and not so much. Here are a few places for you to look. Again, these are things that I've actually seen or experienced in my own life. So someone expresses a complaint and you respond by reminding them of how lucky they are that things aren't worse. You might be in a breakdown and you go into a reactive command and control mode. Sometimes this is actually appropriate, but if this is your go-to, then you're probably missing the opportunity to blend with people and bring them in. Sometimes there are situations where the stakes are high and you feel on the spot. You want others to know how capable you are. So you take over the conversation, letting everyone know that I've got this and you don't need to worry. And when we do this, we will actually miss hearing what the other people are actually concerned about. We just jump right into action or into conclusions. Maybe someone is nervous or upset, and because you don't know what to say, you make light of it or brush it off or generally let them know that, you know, life is hard or welcome to the big leagues. And as I say that, it just feels bad. I mean, it just feels like I haven't been heard. 
finally, you may feel that a line has been crossed and you want it to be known that this is not okay. You get very stern and black and white about the way it's going to be. Again, you might still need to deliver that message, but there is likely some give and take that would also be helpful. So hopefully these examples have given you a little more to chew on. Now, if you're interested in learning to be a better blender, I've got more to share here. I'm going to talk about observing, reflecting, and then how to practice blending. What I suggest you do first is just take a period of time, make notes in your journal, and just watch yourself in action for a while. So just observe yourself. Notice what are the situations where you blend well and when you don't. I've given you clues already to look for. When you jump in to fix, advise, or shut something down, or when you move into complying and pleasing. The other thing I want you to pay attention to is any relationship you see between your ability to blend or not blend and your state of resourcefulness. And by that, I mean, have you slept well? Are you moving? Are you eating well? Are you generally providing the fuel and the resources that your body needs to show up well? Now, you reflect on these situations. Notice what happens to you physically in both when you blend and don't blend. So noticing where you get tense. Do you stop breathing? Do you notice butterflies in your stomach? And in your head, are you noticing some running narrative that accompanied this? And by that, I mean, what were you saying to yourself? What assumptions were you making? What conclusions were you drawing? After this period of time, I invite you to choose the easiest situation or the easiest context and then practice blending. This may be, this next example may be the place for you and it may not. So let's just say that you choose your life partner. So your life partner tells you that they're feeling frustrated by something. Instead of telling them how much worse it could be, try empathizing. You might say, it sounds like you've had a series of challenging days. Do you want to talk about it? Or how do you want me to be with you in this conversation? Do you want me to just listen? Uh, do you want help solving it? Do you want me to ask you questions or coach you? Or again, just listen. If you think you could improve your blending skills, here's the next level process. When you're actually in the conversation with the person, remember to first connect to what you care about and the person that you want to be. In fact, I think it's helpful to spend some time defining this for yourself. Who is the person that I want to be? And you might even define it by role. You can think about what you value, how you want to contribute, your sense of dignity and or your sense of equanimity. When you engage, be sure to center yourself physically so that you're not bringing additional tension to the conversation. So release any tension that you find and bring your body into the alignment it needs to be at its best. Not too heavy in your feet at the bottom 
and not too much energy in the top half of your body so that you're leaning forward or leaning into the other person and maybe bringing more energy than is needed. Calibrate your nervous system so that your nervous system is also balanced and resourced. When we feel challenged, our reptilian brain may go into fight, flight, or please modes. You calibrate your nervous system simply by slowing down and deepening your breath. These things sound like they take a long time, but with practice, 30 seconds, you can do all of this. The next thing is to connect with what the other person cares about. If you're not sure what they care about, ask. This is the first step in blending. Is your boss concerned about a new risky strategic initiative? Is a peer coming to talk to you about issues between your teams? The final step really is in continuing to engage intentionally. You have to come off your mark either way. Move toward the other person by engaging and asking questions and attempting to see the issue from their perspective. So here's a quick rundown of the list again when you're actually in the blending conversation. Connect to what you care about, center yourself physically, release tension, calibrate your nervous system. Now connect with the other person and engage by asking questions and attempting to expand your own perspective. I actually found an interesting website uh, that speaks about this that you can find in the show notes. And of course, always to connect with me, uh, you can do so through the website, www.rise-leaders.com. I hope you enjoyed this instructional episode and I look forward to the next time that we're together. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to Rise Leaders Radio on your preferred podcast platform. Your ratings, reviews, and shares are also really appreciated. You can also visit rise-leaders.com for all the resources we talked about today and to work with me if you're committed to making your unique and positive impact. Thank you for listening and remember, elevate your part of the world.